Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Recorded live. Welcome. My name is Lauren, and welcome to tonight's podcast. It's Sunday, August 20th, 2017. We're starting a little after 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as our series of the end times and human trafficking and how they connect. I wanted to make some brief announcements before I start the call. Um, Last night, we had a wonderful call from a young man, Mark Anthony, educating us as well as enlightening us on uh, nanotech weapons. Uh, As some of you might have heard, uh, I was deemed controversial uh, in the eyes of TalkShoe, some type of complaint that I am put in a probe to find out. But uh, that call from last night, and some of you might have listened to it, it was very scientific. It was a very wonderful call. There was absolutely no uh, dialogue of hatred, violence whatsoever. Uh, my call series, again, is 144771. So if you like to sometimes help me out so we can get these calls um, with the opportunity to either listen or download, that would be wonderful. I myself have already sent two inquiries this morning, um, as well as trying to get my prior call series released. So I'm uh, working very hard on that. Uh, please, in our community. Uh, spread the word. I don't, in my heart of hearts, do not feel I'm a controversial woman, but I will not lie, I'm a very candid woman. I am very, very direct and as honest as I possibly can be. Now, if uh, people have, you know, troubles with that, then I don't understand. But uh, I can't please everyone but I can guarantee that I am a targeted individual. I care about other targeted individuals and our community. And I'm just going to express the truth. I mean, no harm, and I don't give harm to others, but I'm going to express the truth. If that's deemed controversial, well, maybe tonight we're on the right show. Again, that's the part of our end time. So, without further ado, we're going to begin. Struggle, strife, poverty, terrorism, violence, and anarchy. What is good is considered evil. What is evil is considered good. Corruption, the highest level, followed by lawlessness. Our cities in the United States of America, can we find 10 men honest and just? Can we find 20? Can we find 30? 
when corruption and lawlessness are off the charts, crime, human trafficking, drugs, murder, copies as well. Are we living in those last days that's forewarned by any spiritual scholars? The second book of Timothy says in the last days, men will be lovers of themselves, greedy, unholy, unthankful, unforgiving, defiled. Women will be led by their lust. I still don't understand that part. But in the sex trafficking mode, I'm held captive and I want out. I welcome you tonight to Lauren's podcast. Sunday. August 20th, 2017, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amazing when I first found that I was a target. Electronic harassment, burns, shock, illegal surveillance, blacklisting, redness, poverty. I always live every waking moment in fear. When I realized I was sexual, being trafficked, I got so tired of blocking my door, but it would never, ever remain closed. I really began for a while to believe it was only happening to my sister and I. Is there anyone else living this nightmare, this turmoil? However, our issues of sex trafficking are still not addressed. Tonight, I want to give that option. If I'm controversial, then allow me to be controversial. We're going to explore. We're going to research. We're going to find answers of this horrific, invisible crime that plagues us. Again, I welcome you to the end time sex trafficking. I want everyone to really understand the elusiveness of capturing traffickers in human trafficking. Any criminal, whatever his game is, be it running guns, drug distribution, those items can be sold once. When you are a victim of human trafficking, captured by a trafficker's ring, you can be sold over and over and over and over. Then with the backing of electronic harassment and that program, gang stalking, gaslighting, blacklisted for civil as well as constitutional rights, we almost become like nomads in an invisibility. Anything and everything can be done to us, but we cannot go to law enforcement, advocates, and agencies for assistance. It's as if my blacklisted has also made me a nomad, sort of like an American without rights. Yet they want my money, of course, for goods, where I live, where I buy food. 
which becomes each and every month as year as the year goes and a new year comes enforced poverty we have warnings about these end times high greed immorality pornography also correlates with a rape culture slash violence against women but now for the last 20 years with the introduction of the world wide web the internet pornography now and defiling images can be obtained by a person in a matter of a minute or two they don't have to no longer discreetly call for various catalogs mailed to them in the brown paper bag wrapped item they can immediately rumors have it that our world leaders the elite most of them participate in pedophilia that also tends to crisscross and are targeting i just sometimes want to ask what is not included in our targeting for that matter it's as if we're on this alley and it's a grab bag of the various nefarious groups in my research sex slavery and human trafficking the trafficker will constantly sell the sex slave over and over and over again the victim is trapped no services rendered the only distinction that my research has developed in the last few days is if that sex trafficking victim is enslaved to perform sexual acts where they actually meet the person they're held against their wills of course and some area of our cities or towns in America and transported i want all of you to be aware there still is of course great risk uh, a group of young women being carted in in a van or SBU someone may still watch may notice make it on the radar of governmental uh enforcement agencies that are trying to crack down on human trafficking as we've all seen sometimes in the news human trafficking generates a phenomenal amount of money so i un- unfortunately i understand why most people want to participate on the other hand as myself and others sex trafficked victims that are falling into the targeted individual program it is even more elusive we are not carted by traffickers in a van and held captive with a group of others we live in our domiciles our homes our apartments many of us most of the time we are drugged these images of our sexual assault are videotaped and sold on tour there's like a mugshot of a what i gather as well as videotapes of us living in our day-to-day lives that people will um purchase for viewing a voyeuristic type of um enterprise and a lot of money's made uh, number one benefactor of a trafficker 
they're usually organized crime networks. That is true. However, it is very vast that a lot of traffickers look just like you and me. Some of them hold a lot of immunity positions, such as judges, doctors, lawyers, social workers, nurses, governmental officials. I can't stress enough the money that is generated via human trafficking, sex slavery, is phenomenal, exponential. And I strongly do feel, because of the money factor, that it's prevalent, I mean prevalent, within our own targeted individual community. I have not sketched out in my own outline exactly when it connected with me and my younger sister Lillian that we have been utilized in a horrible sex trafficking ring. But I, the next, hopefully in the next few days, I will try to gather my thoughts as best as possible and figure it out. I, I can assure you right now, my sister and I realized uh, with the groups of gang stalkers in our lives ruined four years ago, and we discovered a year after that that we're targeted individuals. But it still was almost a year, year and a half later that I realized, oh, my God, I've been sex trafficked. So, again, they were announced to me, and my sister and I went run, 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 Los Angeles, May 2013. It was around 2015 that I realized, oh, my God, I'm a victim of sex trafficking and the hidden matter because it's under like a guise or so we say it's cover is being used in this targeted individual program. I'm not saying some individuals are not used um, via human experimentation or various universities are in this matter or even foreign officials um, using us as some type of um, domestic terrorist assault or even guinea pigs. I do believe a lot of individuals have, are, and have been utilized. However, I'm starting to wonder for myself if that's all just hogwash and the name of the game is money. And I believe the hugest part of money being generated is human trafficking. Is there anyone that would like to have questions and comments or concerns at this time? Go ahead and start. Wait. Um, when I do give these call series, I do like to um, encourage more of an interactive with the audience unless I have a guest speaker. Um, and this evening I don't. The end times as history has begun, even the ancient cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, sex slaves were taken. During ancient times, when one army was conquering another army and its land, often men were trafficked into hard labor, where women and children were also, children were also groomed to do agricultural work. Women, young women in particular, were solely utilized to be sex slaves. Not only were women when first captured, horribly sexually assaulted, when they even arrived now and then were procured wherever they were going to go, um, that woman was going to be utilized sexually as well as uh, 
domestically as a maid. It was a horrible life. And that tends to follow in our society. I stressed last week that rampant war brings rape, brings human trafficking. Also, when powers that may be decide to evoke in high corruption and greed, they make a lot of deals in the medical industry. And that also aligns with a lot of inhumane medical experimentation, which is a form of human trafficking as well. Trafficking is without your consent and another human being is exploiting you, earning profit, and you are simply utilized. You're not making a dime. That is trafficking. That is human slavery. So many of our targets may not be utilized as sex slaves, but nonetheless, they are being human trafficking. Absolutely. In this program, it is without our consent. And it also is against the law. And I personally would love it assigned where it needs to be as a crime against humanity. As I've researched, no other charge is at the utmost highest than crimes against humanity. That has no statute of limitations. That is a price tag on one's head. And if it's followed by the Nuremberg Code, Court of the Hague, and established like I feel it deserves to be, there is no escape. Every nation in the world has to release any fugitive accused of crimes against humanity or criminals. And I do feel very strongly that is what the perpetrators of us need to fall into. I don't, and I believe the, the charge of that is death if it's enforced. What saddens me again is our world climate of corruption, lawlessness. Many of us in our community are spiritual. These last days, these days we live in our society, what our eyes see try to live our lives as positive as possible. I, I try to. We, even though we're in this electronic dog pound, we don't want it to consume us. We want to offer some type of happiness, some type of joy. And I think we should. We don't want our foes to get the best of us. And especially those that have been in the net of sex, slavery, trafficking. Many of us as targeted individuals are shunned from our family, our close friends, the community for that matter. However, in sex trafficking, it has been brought to my attention that a lot of people are also getting, let me see my notes, it is coined community shaming, community shaming. That means wherever you live, it's bad enough we have these vigilante neighbors in our community, and we're treated horribly. But now they will out the sex trafficking victim with uh, 
vandalizing the home, garbage and stuff on the doors. Many of us have experienced. However, they will also get things which would be graffiti, slut, whore on their vehicle. It's a lot of money to get that cleaned up. Sometimes on their door, it's a lot of money to get that cleaned up. Um, Smirks um, under hissing of uh, insulting remarks, demeaning remarks um, towards the woman. And it's like they make us wear some kind of like the scarlet letter. And uh, many times when it you are violated, when we are violated, we are raped. It gives the rapist trafficker an out to label us slut or whore in order for him not to look at himself, his actions, what he is. As I began my prelude tonight, discussing sex trafficking. I am tired of paying rent with a door with several locks put on and locked. Yet that locked door never stays closed. I have moments where I cannot even live a day longer. I am very tired and disgusted at the law and its version of the law, which is lawlessness. I'm very unhappy at the way all governments are handling our plight. Yet I know the formula that has always worked. Most recent, the civil rights um, agenda. It has to be exposure outrage, justice. And I know that we are, a lot of us have weapons placed upon us, directed energy weapons, mind MKUltra, mind control, <clears throat> synthetic telepathy, remote neuromonitoring. It only gets harder. And when you think of that sophisticated technology, yes, the end result, many of us are sex trafficked. I just want to ask one question. Why? the cover with all the sophisticated weaponry. I have a hypothesis that these weapons were kept under lock and key and several factions have paid for them and for some reason arrest or collection of these weapons are hard to make because it would open another can of worms, maybe because it wasn't a breach was made of some type that they were not uh, easily guarded as they should be. I don't know. Sometimes I just feel when I have a few hours in the day, I'll think, I'll think things out. I want out of this very, very much. Spiritually with the last days, the end times, our eclipse tomorrow. To many of you feel our Messiah, God, is returning back to clean this up. I've also heard many remarks. The end times is generated by this technology. It's as if they want to create hell on earth, chaos. Many of you feel that we're acting out our very existence. Or are we, in fact, spiritually headed for the end times? 
Does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns at this time? Uh, Party Poet, uh, you are asking what kind of people would do this to other people, and I keep telling you it's satanic. People pray to burn in hell. So do you see, I know how insane this sounds, yet this is exactly their mindset. Okay, we've, I've heard um, many of us in our community say satanic. And by the way, those were um, the remarks of party poet in our chat room. Satanic, satanic, the belief of, belief of Lucifer uh, and his doctrine. Well, as the end times profess, and we read to our Bible, the dark side, those that fought Lucifer and those that follow Lucifer's agenda, uh, they are creating it. The right will turn the world upside down. See, anything that our Messiah and God that made holy and clean, the dark side will make sure to make it unclean based on the number one principle of temptation, good versus evil. So I will make good things evil, and I will make evil things good. Uh, law and order, I'll turn it upside down and make it lawlessness. Just elect, and that would be our city, county, government officials. I would make them, you know, gluttonous for, for greed and bribe. I will enslave and cage a just man and let the criminals walk free. I will have trafficking, sex trafficking, practically in plain sight, yet the invisibility of these electronic weapons, you see, is what would make it invisible, I guess. So, as Party Poet has shared with us, um, Okay, and he says, and if you turn off the video cameras, your remote neural monitoring goes out of the window along with it. Okay, I do believe that a lot of us are surveilled, but Party Poet, as he explained in chat, I don't know where they keep these invisible video cameras. I wish we had a, um, I've heard those in our community express we have bug sweepers or et cetera. The next venue I want to go on with the sex trafficking is that this agenda, I totally agree. Is it satanic? You bet. Run by Lucifer? Yeah, sure. I believe it. Yes, I do. And definitely fueled by uh, insatiable greed and corruption. This agenda, this program, is pretty overt of its animosity and hatred of women. This program hates women. Without a doubt, a, over nearly 80% of the targeted individuals are women. That's a disadvantage. That's a huge margin. It's not favorable to women, as with the end times, ancient times, societies were not favorable to women. Traffickers to enslave and make, make sex slaves. During the Roman Empire, when Caligula was the Caesar, it was one thing to take a woman enslaved, captured by the armies of Rome. However, Caligula and his morphed 
horribly diseased mind, decided to take ancient Rome's Senate, they're like very high officials, their wives, and create brothels and make sex slaves out of these highly, um, highly, highly elite women. He just went completely mad. I've always questioned this program, its hatred of women, and it always went to my mind. If you'll take, if you'll take a receptionist that makes thirty grand a year in tagger and do what you want, what will stop you tagging a woman that makes sixty grand, or for that matter, a hundred and sixty grand? If you'll reach for the poor and enfranchised, I believe that whistleblower that everyone talks, I've heard. Of, um, a little bit of his tape, and he stressed that the homeless people in Seattle, his name is Brian, I guess, some of you heard his uh, testimony. Um, the part that I kept listening to, because he repeated it twice, homeless people are experimented on with synthetic telepathy, but we also take, how did he say, it? people that, um, if they're not homeless, they are poor. They kind of live alone or lonely. That part, I kind of believe, but it also went on the other side. But if you'll take that with arrogance of what you can do, what is to hold you back of taking a wealthy woman, for that matter, a middle-class woman with several children, uh, a seller in the community, with the slander campaign to bring her, her family, to shame, poverty, and ridicule? I truly believe this program targets all. It just only announces to the few of what you are being targeted for. I do believe in my heart, I think all of us to a certain degree are targeted. The next issue I'd like to get on is the racial attacks and aspects of sex slavery. Understand one thing. The traffickers tend to adopt a belief system similar to Nazi Germany, extremist hatred. Um, we've seen them in several hate groups throughout history, secret societies, KKK, uh, that we would like the better of ourselves, would like to think that that disappeared. And it saddens me to tell you, I don't, I'm almost sure it didn't. It just cropped his head and went a little bit more secretive, as we can see by last week's protest in Charlottesville. What I'm saying is the head of hatred, misogyny, racism, it really doesn't evaporate. It's just contained a little bit more. Oh, that will be when I, you know, meet with my other extremist that shares these views and we can let it, you know, air out how we feel of other, uh, what do they say? Oh, well, I'm sure I don't even want to begin the, the slang use, the use of us, but let's just put it those that they deem undesirable in U.S. society. There's always been one group with the power trying to control and squash another group to withhold resources and rights and freedom. 
are we not experiencing that? Not only is being targeted, I just wonder if other Americans feel that way that aren't targeted. This program of racism, whatever your ethnicity and culture is, you're, by these doctrines of the trafficker, you are going to be called a lot of racial epithets. Uh, if you are alternative, that's the word I use, that would be um, gay or lesbian, you will also be ridiculed. Um, whatever your ethnicity is, it's more than a shame base. It will also be a racial attack, which by law we are protected because those are all fall under hate crimes. So targeted individuals with the slander and things that are what they do to us, we are also victims of hate crimes. Does anyone have any questions and comments as I continue down the Colonium discussing this tonight? I know sometimes this is a very touchy topic. It's not uh, an easy icebreaker. Um, I wish that I could sugarcoat it, but I, I don't really think that would be very wise. Um, I do feel strongly because it connects with so much corruption and money. I really feel that it would be one of the avenues of exposure that can just fall into place with, yes, the use of the electronic weapons, the blacklisting, all the key factors. There's a lot of um, groups making money off of this. Everybody is really getting grease palms in this type of corruption. And I really want this program, God-awful program, exposed. Social engineering. I looked that up, actually. In fact, I, I looked it up several times. Social engineering, Wikipedia and various definitions, tend to say that this is the manipulation of people to coerce them to do something they don't want to do. Um, if this program is a part of social engineering, what are they? What type of society are they engineering um, to keep manipulating people? Is it going to be a society of 100% perps? Because uh, the manipulation, they're changing our minds from what is just, from what is right, from what is freedom. And I don't feel that it's sustainable for society to even operate like that. I don't, I don't see how any nation can prosper under those conditions. I simply do not see it. Without a doubt, if it's a part of Agenda 21, depopulation, population controls. Those that are not involved in this program are still being harmed. The chemtrails are in the skies. So every living human being is getting affected. You know, unless, you know. So I'm just wondering, does anyone escape out of this?
a lot of traffickers next effort that I'd like to work on because we'll see how this series goes. My philosophies are express what one is going through to label it, call it, whatever you like to call it. Because we can't even begin to heal until we get real. I I am a believer of that. I don't believe in the next step is finding solutions for exposure. A lot of these traffickers uh, also have little front companies or companies through identity theft. They will use our names doing business as. Again, young man that spoke on our show last night on nanotech crimes definitely expressed he also is a victim of identity theft in which the perpetrators opened a business doing business as. And it was not his name, by the way. So for some reason, this identity theft, and a lot of them will utilize our names or their names, little businesses in France, I believe it's for IRS purposes, you know, follow the money. I feel with trafficking and slavery, I would be most interested on a solution-based um, committee that we can start working together and learning how to follow the money. Okay, because I know we see we see too many of these perps that are living way, way, way above their means. How do they hide their money? Do they have little front stores, you know, donut shops? Where do they, are there neighborhoods that are traffickers? How do they slip the books when they're immunity holders working in our courts or law enforcement? How is that money then cleaned up, as they call it? I wonder how they, how they uh, when that money is taken in, how is it then cleaned up and then spent? I believe it's behind businesses. I'm almost positive. Uh, sometimes I was told they can, if they're working in these trafficking rings, they may have friends that are political. I believe a political donation, if it's under ten or $15,000. I, I, you know, nonprofits, I believe, are created. Definitely when you are, when a trafficking community starts placing itself around you, there are simple uh, tools on the Internet that you can first, uh, I would suggest to everyone um, on a safe site, download your residential address because that will show you right now, it should just list yourself. But if all of a sudden it's starting to pop up with another person, another person, uh, you're at that also proves identity theft. Someone is definitely using your address, and then they can commandeer your mail. But they're using your address. Then do the same if you start knowing your neighbors and stuff. A lot of traffickers will do a lot of doing business ads, like you know homework, like little floral companies or whatever in their apartments, basically. And that becomes kind of peculiar. Again, I believe they all know to set up front businesses in order to sort of um, clean the money out some kind of way to make it look legit, which they're always doing. Does anyone have any questions and comments or concerns at this time? West Coast Asia. Thank you.
Hi, Mrs. Angel. Hi, Lauren. I'm sorry I'm late. Um, Sundays oh, are getting busy since everybody's having calls and wanting to get information out there, right? And so um, I am so sorry. Um, I just let a couple people know, Lauren's show is on. Anyway, this is the thing. Why should they be able to have front companies in these apartments when um, one of the gals got in trouble for doing that? What, why, why, you know, if it's not zoned for business, why are they getting to do that? You know, you that's know. a very good – I want to let you know right now, Cindy, number one, that was a good question. I'm going to tell you what I what, – just what I think, because I did it. I don't know if you guys remember. There was a woman um, – and I, and I don't know what her program really described, but she was Barbara of Michigan. She used to have a call sometimes on Tuesday, 2017, maybe around 2014 or 15. Barbara gave me, and I'm going to look for the link, uh, a website that you could just type in your address. And she says, if you start seeing a bunch of names with your address, that also lets you know not only identity theft so much so, she said, think about it, credit cards have to come to what? In your name, in your address, but they're for someone else that stole your identity. But your mail is commandeered, so you'll never see that. Then she said, start I was getting your, mail. Uh, entering your neighbor's address. And when I did that, when I lived in Los Angeles, a lot of neighbors came up with what? A lot of stupid businesses where they live and a lot of names we're talking about a lot of our neighborhood perps they were cults one bedroom two bedroom but they have i mean check this out guys they had like eight to ten people ain't nobody gonna have that many people in a one or two bedroom come on y'all come on come on can i address that lauren yeah i noticed uh, what we call it in california is honeycomb hideout honeycomb hideout is what we call it in the Bay Area. And that's where you have all these people running through for different purposes, different reasons. And uh, there's some other things that we call the uh, people who could wear one uniform one day and then come to you when another they have uniforms on the back of their patrol unit and they could be something else in five minutes. They could be a, a DEA agent. They could be... You know, anything. They could be a sheriff. They could be drug task, different badges, different things, different hats, different looks. And so watch out for that one. You know, uh, my friends in the Bay Area give me information about that. I keep my ear to the ground and I get information through a couple different families and different people out of the, the West and East Bay. So be careful of that one. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Cindy. You're absolutely right. In the Bay Area, trafficking, which brings to a mention when she just mentioned uh, the Bay Area. You, many of you want to know, human trafficking hubs. Okay, common sense will tell you, of course, a lot of border towns, states would be high hubs, but you'd be surprised right now what I'm about to say. A lot of us envision the big, bad metropolis cities across this country would be hubs. I'm going to tell you guys, some of the highest trafficking hubs, and I believe this follows, Missouri, Michigan, okay, Nebraska, remember that? What about Oklahoma? Oklahoma, there's a YouTube channel, Lauren, where this one man was going through the, the streets of Oklahoma City, and he was taking pictures of perps, of Johns. 
and he was taking pictures of situations where people were doing the do in cars, on the side of the road, but in alleys, everywhere, and he was tired. He said, I'm tired of women being abused, being forced to do this. Um, our city's becoming a cesspool. So he was someone that went, took it upon himself to get a camera, a, a, you know, a video camera, and he started taking pictures all around, videos all around the city. And um, we have land in or, or in Oklahoma, right? And and my father was like, oh, no, you don't want to live in the little town where we have a house or two, right? Because what happens is the the, the pimps, and the prostitutes go to live in the little towns on the, uh, the their days off, and then they hit the big city. They hit Oklahoma City, um, you know, like ladies' night, Thursday night through Sunday night. And you do not want to live in the little towns outside Oklahoma City, and that's probably why there's a lot of human trafficking in that area, and the little towns have it too. They work their, their wiles on, during the week in the little towns. It's like one big human trafficking world, right? I believe it is. I do believe it is. Thank you so much for sharing, Cindy. It really is. It's a it's a very good way to put it too, by the way. It's a human trafficking world. Very, very good way to put it. I wanna stress one thing that um my emphasis was do not think in region or the city's worse than the small towns or rural will be better than small towns. I want everyone to really understand what I'm about to say. You may be enslaved by one particular trafficking ring, but the network communicates with each other, just like the targeted individual program. Anywhere you move in a matter of days or weeks, it follows. The same with this. So no place is superior or greater than the other. Also, it's easy sometimes to believe traffickers that are involved with this will be um, either foreign nationals or criminals, and that more than likely that's so. But a lot of traffickers for women, children, even men, hold immunity jobs. They are born on U.S. soil. They are judges. They are lawyers, they are doctors, you know what I mean? Do not get their profession confused that they are living morally or they're righteously or don't think you can type one person will be a trafficker. In fact, I want to also um, break out and bust another bubble. Do not assume all traffickers are men. Women are traffickers too, and in fact, they're highly valued traffickers. They get access through their immunity, like social workers, to children, to um, domestic violence advocates and programs. She, as a woman, will cart you as a woman right into the den of wolves. Okay? The name of the game is money. And this still takes me to say this. But I, to a trafficker, I, we, are not seen as human beings. We are seen as commodities. You know what I mean? Uh, money. Or access to make money. It's, you know, deplorable, the entire program. Disgusting and deplorable. 
many of our sex trafficking victims, especially in the program with electronic harassment, um, you think for a minute that they, a lot of them are drugs. The drug of scopolamine, and the street name for that is called Devil's Breath. It is a flower grown mainly in Colombia. Uh, it can be ingested through drinks and tea. If it's in a powdered form, a lot of the Colombian prostitutes will put it up near their decote, uh, get kissy kissy with the guy. He kisses, you know, her neck or area, and he's already drugged. You are alert, but you have no memory, no will. You will give your pens to your bank account away, your keys to your vehicle, your safe in your hotel where they take all your money. You help them, and you have no memory. They leave you. You don't remember nothing. You wake up the next morning feeling kind of drugged, foggy, sleep heavy, but that's it. Uh, some of this technology, I don't know how they do it, but I'm trying to figure it out. We can be remotely drugged or unconscious. The medical position and trafficking is involved. A lot of sexual trauma has been put against a lot of women in their bodies. They use a type of clear gel that's numbing, and when put on the surfaces of genitalia, will leave numbing, just what I mean, almost like the numbing gel when you go to a dental office. It means you have no feeling, and perhaps for a few days, you're not even aware that you've been violated. Uh, again, they have rape. Um, pack of wolves, rape networks that go out quickly to violate unconscious women, where it's videotaped. If you can find, anybody could find that appealing or sexy, I don't know. It, it sounds odd awful to me. It really does. I don't see who would want this. But very, very wealthy men will pay for this. They call these groups that come in quietly and assault or tomb raiders. And you guys probably know that name from a movie back in the 80s, and that's Tomb Raiders. Uh, under the satanic and ritual abuse, a lot of women's snuff films are made, and that is a type of um, a process where people are in a sexual act and then resulting in death, and that videotapes too. A lot of somebody just, again, sick appetite would want that. These are the last days when I said men will become lovers of themselves, unthankful and unholy. There was a time in our society before the last days that those that deprived fantasies could only dream about it, maybe go to some obscure foreign place and with enough money have those fantasies fulfilled. So the Internet has actually resulted in both a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing that information can be exchanged in a manner of seconds. Research can be done effortlessly instead of going to the library and digging through the shelves and the card index. I was taught in the 70s. Um, and that's truly wonderful. The curse, though, is those fingers that type for information and research can also type for purchasing um, a human being to do whatever you want to do with. The high, of course, premium if you're interested in violating someone resulting in death. That is what I fear, a more of a hush-hush appeal. These are all rumors, 
and I believe a lot of it's going on. Don't get me wrong. However, I want to follow the money or get information about who, how they make the money. How is this covered? You know what I mean? How is the money cleaned, laundered? What? Is it front business? We are, we are put in this, uh, I think this is purpose. They don't really want us, well, maybe I was going to put it this way. I think we, a lot of these calls and our community, we talk about broad things that are happening, and they are, and we want it exposed. But I think uh, the, the dark side, the dark side of what they're doing, I I don't know if that's even, um, I don't know what, what that is even, uh, I don't understand sometimes how they're, they're almost protecting this trafficking aspect. It took me a few minutes, I'm sorry, to get my words together because um, I've been hit very hard. Um, not only with uh, suspending my prior call series, um, with forced speech, if some of you get that, or they'll do it, I call it almost like um, a brain wipe, where they just all of a sudden erase, I'm having a thought, and all of a sudden it just erases out, and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. You know, I think this is such a huge money generator that sometimes as they cart us for trafficking, intellectually, they are kind of running a ring through our nose, leading us to what we can find out and what we can't, almost uh, blocking us for stumbling upon this. Uh, the Cindy in the chat, the drug is called scopolamine. Scopolamine. It's the plant that grows in Colombia. It is used. In fact, they discussed it. If any of you guys ever watched the prior episodes of Rizzolian Isle TV show, talked about it. So that's coming out. It's used a lot by prostitutes to drug their johns and get their money. It's used by thieves. And even though it's grown in Colombia, that drug has made, seems to be used heavily in sex trafficking rings, as well as criminals. It's used a lot in the cities around our country as well. Uh, you can Possibly the high, well, anyone could use it, but the high risk of being drugged by scopolamine would probably be uh, more of a, like a nightclub atmosphere. It seems to gravitate around that as well. So it would probably be in areas of a prostitution, John type of connection, or a nightclub trying to hook up or something. Your, your drink could be spiked. In fact, they've even expressed that they can ground it in fine powder, you know, like Palette, baby powder, and it can be blown on your face. It's in a matter of seconds you're under. It sounds very wicked and very scary. So that is also a problem. When I say this medical community is involved, a lot of us with not only physical trauma, a lot of us more than by being drugged, I believe a lot of these drugs would be uh, detected in a proper um, rape test, urine test, blood test. But again, by the medical community, 
being a part of this faction, a lot of legitimate tests, we are, again, have been blacklisted and not brought up. I do believe a lot of these uh, rape gangs leave a lot of DNA. And again, law enforcement has been compromised because I think if they, if we had the access in our domiciles to have fibers and such, I believe a lot, I believe the evidence is within us. But again, we're living in such lawlessness and it makes it even more evasive when we are targeted individuals. And by the way, I can make you a sex slave. It's just really becoming just, I think our outlook right now is a garbage society. And um, hypothetically right now, if I wasn't a targeted individual, I would still say uh, life is it's pretty much in the dumps. These are the last days. Um, I don't know if society, if the world can get a grasp of all of this evil and wickedness we all have to endure. Now, racially, when you're attacked by your race, one thing, the program is heavily misogynist. Whatever your race or ethnicity, these hate hate groups too. Misogynist, hate group, rapist. They're going to call you every slur your race makeup is. They will defile you. They will tell you you're ugly. You will get the community shaming. You will be kissed at being called whore. Rape victims, sex slavery, since the beginning of time, the rapist needs to push off all guilt and involvement in his acts. And and he feels like, let me just call your whore a tramp of blood, and it erases right off my skin what I am, what I do. It might but honestly, as I've said since the premiere of this series, don't internalize that. You're not a tramp. You're not a whore. On one of my segments, I will just break down the oldest profession since the beginning of time. Oh, we don't dance belly dance or whatever they did in ancient times. It's not quite the same way, but they drank wine. We now have wine coolers. Uh, the belly dances have been exchanged for pop locking. I don't know, but I can assure you, any um, act, any woman that's involved in the industry of prostitution, all deals are made with her. And there's no way any working girl is going to get herself drugged out, give her key to anyone, and allow someone to sexually assault her while she's unconscious and videotape. No, trust me. Working girls take the entire profession as a business. They're setting it up. What's going to happen? Negotiating the price and for how long. And I'm sure they're interested in making as much money as possible in the shortest amount of time. And I'm sure most of them are quite sober while they're working. You know, that would be a very smart profession, a smartest working girl, that is. So, no. Again, don't eternalize, which can be very hard. Don't eternalize the racial slurs. Their hate groups, you're of that race. That's what they're going to call you. It really is just that way. Um, and there are a lot of legitimate hate groups. So we're not going to, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and 
tell you some square ball jazz that racism doesn't exist. Yes, it does. Oh, immigrants just love us all together. Some, but the ones involved with me are criminals. Okay? I'm not going to generalize. At this time, does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns? We're covering a lot of material. These trafficking networks with the utilization of women professionals, social services, schools, um, they can gain access to foster care. They can gain access to uh, children, and they are also put for pedophilia, which is sex slavery uh, of minors. Yeah. And they are bought, again, human bodies utilized, are bought and sold. Uh, many like to bring up organ trafficking. Oh, yes, it exists. But remember, with organ trafficking, when those organs are harvested, you can only use that, remember, once. Sex trafficking, labor trafficking, I can sell you over and over and over. Where I can only, if I take your kid, your kidneys, I, you know what I mean? I'm done, you know, or whatever vital organs. I'm, but I am done. Do you see how that's a one, one done deal? And it, you know what I mean? That's where uh, the phenomenal earnings come from. Over and over. Very, very disgusting. Very hidden. It's very secretive. Uh, but I don't believe it's impossible. As we look back at our ancient times, sometimes I do believe in looking back will have will help me in order to face the now and look forward. No civilization with corruption and lawlessness has ever sustained. In fact, it's unsustainable. It will begin imploding on itself. If everyone is utilizing everyone as a sex slave, who goes to work anymore? How are taxes paid? How does society move? That's like collapsing our economies, putting all of us on social government benefits. How long will we sustain that with our population? We won't. I believe sometimes look for the money. Um, I wonder if there's a probe or stuff how to highlight businesses, small businesses, entrepreneurial, uh, and individuals, and sometimes just do a connection from offshore accounts, like from the United States to what? Canary Islands or something, Switzerland, and see if there's a high volume of wired funds going. I think that can also highlight a lot of traffickers, how they move their money. You know, how do they hide it? How do they move it? How do they buy things? Do they, uh, the immunity, they have a great cover if they're a cop or a judge or a lawyer. But that means the money they make on the side from human trafficking, they can slowly absorb into their lifestyle. These are good jobs that pay pretty good that you could qualify for a house. Of course, more can come in if they have a spouse or the earnings will come in, but still that money can be absorbed, maybe not too rapidly, but pretty much. <coughs> but rapid expenditures and stuff, I think they'll find that. Well, I'm going to take a break for a moment. Does anyone have any questions or comments? I'll be happy to mute everyone, think about it, and I don't I don't mind talking. 
but I am, after an hour, I am getting dry and take some water and stuff. Does anyone have any questions or comments or like uh, you understand this more? Or just your interest of bringing you on the call tonight? I am interested. I really Hi, am. This is Donna. I, I, uh, oh, hey. Okay. Hi. Hey, you're like, hey, I was about to say, you're awake. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I've been in a super ever since the call started, and it happened last week, too. Yeah, do but you, I've been hearing most of the What? Do they do that to you for all the calls, you think, or? No, not all. Just uh, for some reason, they don't want me to hear your call. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, it's really good. You're full of information, that's for sure. Um, at the beginning of my targeting, um, you know, after I gave my home back to the lender, losing over $30,000 doing that and still trying to save my two businesses, uh, people started showing up, like uh, a couple clients that I had and different people offering me rooms to stay in and uh, offering to take me to Canada. Oh, my God. Um, hold on a second. Okay, Donna, can you hear me? Oh, good. I just unmuted you. Okay. And we have a call afterwards. Did you feel that um, they um, had that all set up with your uh, asset stripping of your house? Oh, yeah. I I can really see what's going on at this point. Uh, I've really put a lot together. Yeah. And um, I would really love to go after some people. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. What? Because I, I was going to say me too. That's all I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I definitely, oh, yeah, I definitely want to go after them. And I'm very, very specific about that. I only want the you know, criminals that came against me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not angry at the world, but I do want justice. Acting I had a lot of really nasty, miserable people in my life after this started. I mean, some really horrible women living on each side of me and enticing me to live with them. You know, when I went to Arizona, uh, you know, thinking I'm going to be safe. and Oh, and then, and then just the way people pop up, you know, when you're like one foot from the curb. Yeah, it's, it's uh, this is such a incredibly horrible program. I mean, it just incenses me. Anyway, that's. I just wanted to share that, and uh, I can see how. One thing that really, really bugs me is like, are you there? I'm here. Okay. After my son was killed, same thing. Men started popping up all over the place, like, just coming from everywhere. Of course, I'm a hairdresser, you know, and I knew a lot of people, but uh, this was like an unusual amount. And, oh, I didn't uh, know your son was killed, Donna. I never knew that. Oh, yeah, my youngest son, he was a month away from being 20. Yeah, he was... Sorry. I never knew. Just, I never knew. Yeah, I just got his paralegal certification. He was 19. Uh, 
I got it in the mail two days after he was killed, and two days after I buried him, he was supposed he was entered into the law program in the Marines, and he was going to Camp Pendleton. Uh, a sergeant was waiting around to take him. Oh my God! Yeah. And, and it, pardon me. Said I'm very sorry to hear that. Oh, thank you. It's been a long time, and uh, it's just. Uh, a whirlwind of loss in my life. My other two sons, I had to let them go live with a dad that they hadn't been with since they were tiny babies. Um, uh, when somebody, this woman came out of nowhere and hit me in a car wreck, and uh, I had so much physical damage, um, I kept my youngest nephew that got killed later. And uh, my other two were down by my, my family, so I didn't get real established where I lived because I was always on the road with Matthew going down to uh, see my other children every birthday, every picnic, every everything, you know, every week. I wouldn't have been able to do it now, but back then you could because of the uh, amount of traffic on the freeway. It wasn't like it is now, but... Um, and I tried moving down there. It just didn't work. So I kept thinking they were going to come back. They are going to come back. Well, uh, you know, they're growing up all this time. And then I realized they're not coming back. They're giving lives of their own. And then, boom, Matthew was killed by a drunk driver. And so it's just been a whirlwind of loss in my life. And... Uh, you know, people want to call me this, they want to call me that. They don't know my life. No, they, they don't know. No. They didn't lay on that bed or on the floor because they couldn't even make it to the bed. And uh, they weren't there with me all those hours or when these perps were doing other things to me to totally uh, give me so much pain, I was incapacitated. I mean, people don't know. People fear, people are so ready to believe anything that they hear. It just insists me. And even people on the program, I think. Yeah, I think that there's even been people around the community that is, oh, in order to make them look good, try to make me look bad. Mm-hmm. Well, no names mentioned. Not, I never would. Not at all. But um, there's politics everywhere. That's all I know. There is politics everywhere. I think sometimes, you know what, guys, I don't even think they believe the slander, but they're either intimidated or, you know, people believe what they want to believe. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's really sad, you know. Uh, You know, like people like Kathy O'Brien and what she's been through and everything, they don't call her those names, you know. I'm not Uh, different I mean, different story, yeah, but... Um, uh, she's, yeah, you know what they don't, and I, they leave like Kathy works with her husband for such an advocate, trying to uh, bring the truth to this matter. They have us all isolated in these communities, and it's like a witch hunt. Do whatever they want to do. It's ugly, you guys. It's real ugly now, and and it can be terrorizing. On top of already being attacked, it's terrorizing. Exactly, and that's all part of the scheme to bring you down to take your uh, support system. That's exactly what it is. That is. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much. I didn't mean to take up so much of your call, but, you know, 
I think people should realize um, what other people are going through and have gone through. It's not a thing of, oh, poor me, but it no. is a thing of, you know what? Like I'm, I was on Facebook right now talking to a woman that I know she's been being uh, targeted for a, a while, ever since I met her, and now they're going after her son. And uh, I was just telling her I've got numbers for her if she wants. I'm here for, you know, and maybe I could have saved my life if I hadn't had a program like this, but I was running around like a scared bunny everywhere, uh, trying to survive, trying to find help, and uh, uh, no one there to really help me to logically think it out, you know? My kids thought I was a dude, so they didn't know what to think, and they left another state. So, yeah, this program is really important, and people should uh, be aware of other people's experience so that even as perps, when they see stuff, that they can minister to their friends, you know, and um, I think whether they want to hear it or not. I think that trafficking is, is so interwoven. It's a phenomenal amount of money, and trust me, I think it's a bunch of just weirdos a part of this scene. No, nah, no, nah, a lot of professional people are traffickers. Don't be misconfused. They cut their grass. They have the American flag swinging, and, and, and next month they're going to have their rib on for Labor Day. Do not be fooled by appearances. The traffickers. Thank you oh, so yeah. much. Yes, they are. Don't be fooled. Thank you for right. joining us tonight, Donna, and I hope you continue to come back. Really glad to hear from you. <laughs> I'm glad hey, you stayed up though. Oh, right on. <laughs> okay. I'm 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 listening. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Okay, we're gonna go on to New York is next. New York. Hi, New York, go ahead. Hi Lauren. This is Faye. Hey, Faye, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I I wanted to thank you for uh, your giving a lot of very useful information. It's true. Uh, we can try to find out where they are hiding their money. And I definitely know my neighbors are involved. Uh, right. I, I wonder how it, I just wonder how they launder it. How how is it? You know, how does it spread through the hands the play of the players now? How do they? You know, how's the money broken down? I'm really curious. Well, there's one man I noticed. Uh, he he was uh, with a barber shop uh, on the street, and then he got his own barber shop. So I think um, he that could be one of the places uh, because he definitely. One time I was sitting in McDonald's alone, after, like a month after they made it very obvious they were doing some kind of trafficking, and he came in uh, walking. Uh, this was at night, walking with. A, a heavy uh, thing that looks like an air conditioner, the size of an air conditioner. And as soon as he walked in, my uh, my uh, torso just started turning like uh, I had an implant or something there. It, it's like the sexual harassment. It almost was if uh, that part of me was totally separate from the rest of my body. Uh, so either he was a decoy but either he was doing it with that thing as big as an air conditioner he was carrying on his shoulder or someone in there had an app 
that someone in my vicinity was doing something. And they always uh, try to show me uh, everything that's very covert, except every now and then they show me how they can do something down there. But otherwise, I never know. Like, I'm never conscious when they come in. But they show many signs of it. Uh, yes, they can, because I want to um, elaborate. Uh, some of the some of the subtle signs is, like, you know, you go to bed the night before and you wake up and your, like, bathtub is wet, you know, like you just had a shower or a bath, and you know you went to sleep with a very, you know, dry tub. What is that? And you haven't got bathed, gotten up yet. So why is that wet? Towels could be put back a little messy. Um, beverages missing or partially consumed, and you know you didn't open that. Um, underwear turned backwards. Sometimes trauma residue of that numbing gel. That you don't feel anything from the trauma. It's awful. Those are just a few key factors. Oh, another one is um, if you're in the, you get uh, seasons where you live. If you wake up and where you live, you're, it feels like a draft. And you know that doesn't make sense. I, had, I went to bed with the heat on, doors and windows locked and closed. Why is my place still so cold? Uh, your door's been open in the middle of the night. That's when the heat escaping. It leaves sort of a draft in the morning. Cold. Cold. Uh, in, my, in my case, there have been people who moved upstairs, and uh, they happen to be some white males, and there were several of them. They stayed just for one year, and uh, then they have moved upstate. Uh, uh, they can actually, I looked him up, and he can be found on one of those uh, neighbor sites, <laughs> uh, you know, like he's a good neighbor and you can uh, contact him. It's not quite neighborhood crime watch, but it's similar, very similar. Anyway, he and his family and then a group of uh, 20s, uh, mid-20s, uh, maybe four or five of his friends said something in the hallway, and I think it was directed at me. It said, you're world famous. And, of course, that will scare you because you're thinking, oh, it's, something's going on a web. Um, uh, so, and even though there, there have been uh, uh, Mex two Mexican families in particular who have been training their children uh, on me and, uh, of course, the adults, there also very much were, are Eastern Europeans involved. And, actually, they kept very hidden for about two years. And then when they uh, knew that I was going to try to find out about the landlord in the adjoining building, uh, for some reason they gave me their uh, identity. So there, there could be groups who you are not aware of. I just bring up the Eastern Europeans uh, because people may think it's one group only, but it could be several of them working together. That is true. You know, that is absolutely true. And it's just like the, uh, you know, like you say, we can get obsessed with boo-boo across the street, but trust me, boo-boo has probably a handler over him. Other players that we don't even know about. You know, there's several groups. You're absolutely right. And Thank you. Thanks for listening. It's very scary that we have to live under these circumstances. I mean, I have moments that I can manage, and I have moments that, I'm sorry, it's not livable, okay? Right. I think we should try to, uh, the isolation is the main way. 
uh, that these uh, groups target us, and we don't get out of our isolation. So I think we should try harder or be in more contact with other targeted people. And I think there's way more than targeted, the obvious targeted groups that are uh, this is happening to. Uh, actually, I know of people who would never identify as being a target, and one of them is male, and I believe they are being trafficked also. I feel people are coming into their place, and uh, so it is a, a, a scary thing, but some people may not even be aware. You know what? That's just the scarier part. They don't even know it. Because um, this factor, again, like I said in the beginning of the show, they take more risk. When when you guys sometimes even talk about, for example, pedophilia, or you've read um, in the media of human trafficking busts, so many people were arrested and stuff. Always in that trafficking type of uh, scheme, they are taking great risk to transport people. Remember, either cross state lines. You know, these are girls. I got them in a truck or a van. I'm getting ready to drop them off at the nightclub, massage parlors, wherever they go to be sexually uh, available to service whatever to, for money. They're still taking a high risk. And it makes it is almost like a lower risk when we are tagged for sex trafficking via electronic harassment. You understand? They, in fact, that. But in a weird way, because they think they're so smart, I believe they're gonna. There's there's things that out there that if we talk through it, we can find their weaknesses. We find their weaknesses. We can find them. Yes, and I like that you, um, you have, uh, my last uh, comment is that I like that you have mentioned that, uh, uh, well, these are people who, if they can get away with something, they want to do it. And because they can uh, attack women unconsciously, also children and some men, uh, they must, this must make them even sicker. And uh, it could involve uh, rape, gang rape, group rape. I'm not trying to scare anyone. I just think we should be aware of all the possibilities and uh, uh, maybe really try to break out of our isolation, move closer to each other. So I think I think it's a good point. Ben. That's yeah. a really good point because I don't mm-hmm. think you know you're not. We're not trying to scare anyone, but these are scaring times. You will constantly hear this throughout my calls. I do not like darkness, but darkness has attached itself to my sister and I, and that is a fact. Yes, same here. And I I appreciate it that you uh, face this because uh, I think um, it gives other people strength, and I I hope that other people will start speaking up, even if they just suspect it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, your comments. I really appreciate it. You're absolutely right. I pray other people will start speaking up. I really do. Uh, next, we have West Coast Angel. Okay, you're unmuted. West Coast Angel, go ahead. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I'm just patching through and advertising the call. And... Uh, more people might come in, but um, thank you, Lauren, for having the call and 
people being able to ask questions and get support, you know. Um, if I remember, I'll just uh, I'll raise my hand again. Sorry about that. Oh, okay, then no problem, Sandy. And um, you guys, I want you to know, um, number one, I really do appreciate you guys supporting the call. Um, I don't know if TalkShoe is doing, um, I don't know who generated the complaint, but it's not true. As you can, and in fact, I encourage all of you, I believe my prior call, you can still listen and download, but I, I can't like get on there and generate a call. Uh, definitely with the one, if some of you listened last night, with a wonderful gentleman, Mark Anthony, and I really do want to see that call released where everybody's able to listen because I don't know, like some of you guys, I moderated, and when I used to just before I moderated, I would listen if I could get access to the web or at the library, get on TalkShoe, put the call number in with my little head iPod, little earbuds on. Because you know what? These calls after one or two hours, if, and I don't take notes, there's some things I forget, and it seems like I can get so much more out of conference calls if they are available for me to download or listen. Because, you know, unless they're taking notes, there's something I'm going to forget in most calls. Even as a moderator, I want to listen to him a day or so later to say, like, did, what, oh, did I say, did he say that? Oh, did she say that? Oh, you know what I mean? Because you missed a lot of information, which is going in real time. And real time it is. Right now we've got uh, South Kansas on. We're going to unmute South Kansas. Hi, South Kansas. Go ahead. Uh, South Kansas, can you hear? Oh, hello. I'm sorry. I was still muted. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi, how are you? Thank you for the call. Um, I did another call today uh, with Reverend Pinkney. He had me on his show to talk for a while. And um, I agree with all the other guests. We need to get this information out here. But we also have to watch how we dialogue. We don't want um, Sister Lauren's call to become like other calls where people are just getting on, reiterating what they're going through. We need to be conscious that people who are not going through this, or people who are just beginning, or people who might help us may be listening. So when we speak, we want to speak more generally and factually based about things that are happening to us. And um, and when we do that, make sure that uh, we're not making it so personal. And when it is personal, we can do that, but make sure that it, if it, it's an extraordinary thing or something new that hasn't been discussed often. But the main thing is that I, I was lucky when I got into this um, arena and found out that I was targeted that I – just happened to call a book editor, and he told me to calm down. And the first thing you have to do when it comes to activism or letting anybody understand what you're saying about this is to learn how to dialogue in a way that is general, that everyone can understand, and that makes what you're saying more impactful so that people are not just hearing our stories and feeling sorry for us but understand what's going on and want to help us. So um, I love your calls. Thank you for the information, and uh, I just hope that we can come together and uh, – uh, you know, fight this and, you know, get the right people on our side. And, and thanks for letting me speak. You are very welcome, South Kansas. Thank you for your input. Um, and uh, that's a very good point. We want, um, again, what I really want to see. Um, I think there's some great activism going on in our community, without a doubt. But also, um, I've heard people coin it as the loop. Um, I don't want to see the TI community uh, think of it sometimes as a serpent, as a snake. We do not want to be a serpent that's beginning to eat its 
tail or a dog chasing its tail. Uh, community is important. Hypothetically, boo-boo could be the worst perp you've had on your tail in life. But we don't want to obsess to the point it's just boo-boo across the street. I can assure you, whatever your uh, beliefs of what you're being exploited for in this program, uh, be it organ, sex, uh, human experimentation, observation, um, you know, remote neural monitoring, interactive video game, uh, the Truman Show, you know. I want all of you to know one thing. They want to keep us in that frenzy of fear. And fear is a very um, vital tool for the enemy and a human being that's just enveloped with fear, though. It gets scary. Fear will make us stay still. We don't move. We don't fight. Um, my approach, and then this is totally my own thought of activism. To get out of this program, we must have three components. Exposure, outrage, and justice. When this goes out viral to the rest of the planet, regular, normal people living in on, on our planet will be outraged. And trust me, the planet will demand justice so those in power, government, they will have to do their job. So it is up to the people. Uh, my legs and stuff hurt. I'm not in the best physical shape to, for example, to pass flyers and stuff. I wish I could. But I can tell you, and I want this stressed on this call, my foot traffic, I had a boo-boo too, was getting crazy. The minute I made flyers of Bigger Than Snowden from that uh, website, biggerthansnowden.com, I made about 100. I put them on every windshield in my community. I walked three blocks to the north, the south, the east, and the west. I must have blanketed at least 50 or more vehicles. Then I took a package, 99-cent store, envelopes, addressed them to, well, not a return address, but a stamp. Doc, my doctor, CVS Pharmacy, Walgreens Pharmacy, all of my sister's appointments, both here in Chicago, nephrologist. Within a matter of the turnaround was less than a week, Boo-Boo disappeared and a lot of his minions. And what do I see so far? People vehicular will still try to come around, but overall, it has changed the game. These idiots do not want to be arrested. I can tell you that. They do not want to be arrested. So activism is important. And um, another point Kansas made, and they can brain uh, block me for a minute. Activism is important, but what I want to see in the community, and I've, my sister and I have been targeted since May 2013. I want to see all of us become active activists. Um, 
Agenda 21, doom, gloom. I don't know what tomorrow's promise. I do feel spiritually, I believe in God, that we are living in the last days, in the last time. I do feel I am uh, not only being trafficked with identity theft, governmental benefits stolen, identity stolen, sex trafficking. Um, I will actually recap tonight that... Uh, how? Because I know sometimes in a lot of your minds, you guys are thinking, I'm over 40, I'm over 50, oh, Lordy, I'm over 60. I'm going to break down um, how a lot of these networks, a lot of females especially feel, oh, I'm, I'm fat, I'm at another age, they wouldn't do that to me. I'm afraid uh, there's um, a lot of voyeur appetites, that's a good way to put it, that are quite profitable for human trafficking. And we're going to start out on the, on step one uh, to without any woman's consent in your domicile, wherever you live, and there's hidden cameras, um, and they're able to sell this, that's already generating profits as it is. You know, I want you guys to know that. Always remember when you, like, um, Think of like a porno production, X-rated movie. Always remember those are performing these acts or their storyline, a porno. Those are paid actors. The filming company has to have license for like HIV tests. They have to have filming license. Most of them are in some type of home to do the movie, the shoot, okay? They also have to pay taxes, you know? So there are a lot of uh, expense, and this enterprise that they coined it street term scum, the do your domicile is like the movie set. They don't have to pay. So they, in essence, they are taking the bread and butter or have taken it away from the legitimate porno production site. No matter if anyone watches it or not, a producer, video of porn, they have paid the appropriate taxes, licensing, sex and aid tests, actors provided. I think they even have to provide hygiene, catering for food. It is all paid for, you guys, like anyone producing a film, a music video. There, there are right clauses and rules that you have to adhere to. What we're talking about is Third world Nicaraguan home takeovers. Your door may be locked, but I got a pass key <coughs> from the maintenance who can come in and attack you. These are the raping and taping of unconscious women for profit that they put out to the tour. That is your uh, onion, the dark web. I've never been on it, but I would love to meet. Uh, perhaps we can try to meet some um members of Anonymous, since they're known for their hacker uh, capabilities, they can maybe give us a direction of how we can trace this, as well, and as well as trying to find out how they trace our communications in our phones. Um, we also have to line up with other groups that their rights are taken away. They may not necessarily be sex slaves or targeted individuals, but their rights have been um, eradicated just like ours. We need to look up. We are all targeted different ways, like a farming animal type of sense. But in the meantime, we still need to fight. The other option is to remain passive. I don't believe anything will change. Some of you 
you know, they back different, but I just feel if I'm, oh, I'm just going to ride this down, I'm not going to do anything, it'll work out. I've Trust me, I, when it first happened, I was very sad, depressed, and very hopeless. However, I think that with organization, with facts, patents of the technology, money trails, how trafficking money is worked, immunity traffickers, I mean, for this to happen, always remember, just like a win, just like a bird's wing needs when to fly, trafficking can't jump off without a network of help. Do you understand? And that has to be, you know, help in immunity positions to give them cover and protection. It's not going to fly without it. It simply is it's not going to work. I don't know how they do it completely, the makeup, but I would love to, to find out. So in the meantime, we are going to take, um, we're going to advertise uh, next week's call for a moment, and we'll come back if there's some brief questions and answers, and then um, we're going to um, end our segment. You know, I do need, I do want that voice. And I believe I found it. This young woman is from such an elusive, captivating, hidden culture. Oh, the people of the East. Asian, secretive, intelligent, hidden. I feel both honored to debut this young woman's testimony. Oh, this rare pearl living in one of our metropolitan populated cities. Location does not matter. I want all of you to begin to identify Sex trafficking is deadening to every woman and every feminine spirit. However, when it's mixed with various races and ethnicities, the approach will always be different. I'm premiering this call soon, this fall, where things are beginning to get in order. School, summer's gone, and we can explore Please join me Saturday, 8 p.m. on TalkShoe. Caller ID is 144-771. Moderator Lauren. Always fresh and innovative. Thank you. You know, um, I want to um, 
bring this out to the callers tonight. Do you guys think that <clears throat> for trafficking, would it help us to at least align with other um, national trafficking agencies? Again, I understand that most of their victims, you guys have to understand, are carded, but we have to sort of start somewhere. It's more risk to it physically encase someone, you know, under captive, uh, shuffle them out into a vehicle and, or, you know, or keep them there and, you know, have and let them be trafficked, sex trafficked there. It's a little bit hard, just like labor trafficking. You can be that uh, labor slave as a mate, but after a while, neighbors are going to watch things. Hey, I've seen her out there from 5.30 in the morning to practically 9 at night. Does she ever get a break? She wears old clothes. What are these people doing to her? They live wealthy. There is always high risk when a human being, one way or the other, is more held in captivity. Um, you're going to be seen. Again, I'm so worried by this invisibility of human trafficking as its guise uh, in this program. And it's really bugging me. With the covertness, I do feel because of the covertness, we must, in order to battle this, we have to uh, get the evidence. Where do they hide their money? How do I find the tapes on tour that will showcase what's being done? If we need people to align with, to gather more information. If we have solid evidence, we can crack this wide open and what comes with it rolling right out is the program. Because our traffickers know it's really how they're tagging us electronically to watch us. So that's going to be exposed as well. Is there any questions or comments at this time? Go ahead and uh, start eight. And we're going to be uh, winding down. I'm looking also, um, we're going to premiere this young woman uh, this fall, and I think it's going to be very most captivating and interesting um, because uh, with the sex trafficking and the treatment, uh, ethnicity and race plays a heavy part. This is an, uh, the entire program, the agenda of hate. And in those factors is racism, misogyny, classism, elitism. Um, it's as if we are their bread and butter, but I'm going to treat you like garbage, okay? As most traffickers, modern-day word for slavery, still. So uh, I'm looking also for that voice or encouraging any of you as I do the same with my social media. If any of you just start sick of it. You don't mind anymore. I want to share aspects of my story because it's one revelation to realize you're a targeted individual. It's a completely different to realize, oh my God, I'm targeted for sex um, trafficking. See, there's a different part. It's like a dual part. Oh my God. Someone thinks they can, without my consent, utilize me for this and I didn't even sign up for it. It's happening so covertly. We're drugged for God's sake. And I don't really know who, whom would have an appetite for this. I like to see our community get more knowledgeable about this and, and let it be more discussed because of one main factor. It's prevalent because it generates a lot of profit. Yet I feel like almost it's, pro it's protected the most. I said it. 
it's almost protected the most. They don't want anybody knowing. Don't take the lid off of it. Again, I am a victim of sex trafficking. If I'm controversial, that is not my intent. I simply want to expose, gain knowledge, and promote active activism. Support calls are great, but when we get into that rut of, you know, woe's me, we're not thinking anymore. And if we stop thinking, we can't even possibly begin to fight. You show me a soldier that absolutely doesn't think I'm going to be very scared of that soldier, okay? Oh, that army, shall I say. They want us, and that's what fear will do. It will make you incapable of thinking, you know, and I don't want mind control. I don't give it that much power because I believe the only thing it it really forces is forced helplessness. And I don't think the human spirit was designed to even desire forced helplessness. So um, I don't really buy it. Is there any questions or comments at this time? Please address them, star eight. We're going to close soon. Um, I am looking for speakers, and let me uh, broaden it. Uh, Topics could be sex slavery, satanic ritual abuse. Uh, Some of you may have um, documented maybe um, cults that operate. I believe they're more on the rise, too, you guys. What I'm saying is we're living in a world where, you know, good, good is evil, evil is good. Um, there's a lot of night walkers among us in society. If you really look around at our world, it's in a bad condition. It really is. It's in a bad condition. So we're not talking about how hidden they used to be, you know, like the movie Rosemary's Baby. I believe there's cults, cult communities, uh, secret societies. You know, they're a part of this hurting and harming their fellow man. Um, definitely there's institutions and bureaucracies that are heavily involved uh, with, with corruption, lawlessness. Everyone is just keeping their eye on their wallet and how it's being stuffed with illegal money. And they have really told themselves that it's okay. It's really okay. And it's really not. It's against the law. Slavery has been abolished for over 153 years ago. 153 years ago. Um, again, I will have a call uh, Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Always in talk show. I'm in the process of looking for another venue to just move off. Um, I'm going to end this call and see if it doesn't upload, but please, if you have the time, just send, you know, a little blurb to talk to last night's call or this night. Hey, what? how come I can't download or listen? Um, information was covered. I need to, re- you know, listen to it again. I, I know I've done it. Um, I believe that's probably, um, who, who knows who would do this to me? I think we all can. Probably, that's probably my boo-boo who probably <laughs> wrote a complaint. I don't know. Uh, we've been also our community is heavily infiltrated. Uh, I did uh, note some things in my past call series, but um, you know, I'm really not 
the one to, you know, protect uh, people. If you're right, you've got, I've got your back. Totally. I'm, but if you're up to something, no. So, um, and I hope as we keep our active activism, bringing truth, aligning ourselves with other groups, definitely this can grow. I want to see it grow. I want to see it flourish. I want to, I want us to edify each other. Those that you that have feel that you're in this program, do not hang your head down. Do not obsess with these people that you feel you can't leave your house. Don't don't turn into a hermit because in the end game you're gonna only start hurting yourself. Check you know what I mean? Take care of your errands, clean your home, buy your groceries, exercise, eat well. Uh in spite of this treatment, live. Order your takeout if you can trust. Why not? You know what I mean? Don't make them, because that's what they really want, all of us, to be starving, never going out of our shelter, and obsessed over them. And when you just really say it loud like that, no, they don't deserve it. Boo-boo does not deserve that type of attention. Put on some music, relax, live as best you can. Really what I say, just live as best you can. So with that, is there any uh, questions, comments, or concerns? Hmm. Hold on a second. I think we've got some. We have some noise real quick. I'm going to mute that real quick. Okay. So. Does anyone, we're going to close. It was a short call. I'm going to be working again. <clears throat> if any of you have any topics on speaking, these are all subjects that interwove with uh, human trafficking. Again, the I believe it's exponentially. We have a rise of cults on the rise, human trafficking networks, uh, emphasis on how they hide their money or how we can begin to look for the records. I'm going to look under uh, money transfers. A lot of them keep their money in offshore accounts, and how would I begin looking for that? Um, Secretive with their agencies, courthouses, law enforcement, and bureaucracy. Um, All of this is happening even as we're in this program. They hide us very well under the guise of national security, which is not going on. Um, I would love to see my call grow um, and our TI community becoming aware, Uh, not discussing human trafficking, uh, sex trafficking in the TI community. It's not going to stop the agenda whatsoever with the traffickers. And I believe it's very flagrant in our community because there's one thing we can't lose track on. It generates too much money. What does a, you know, you think about it, what does a cop and a shoe sign guy or a guy that just owns, you know, a laundromat, what do they have in common in the same game? It has to be money. Too much diversity. And then yet he knows a nurse or a social worker. They're interconnected and it's only for one thing, trafficking of U.S. citizens. And people are trafficked. I think that's the shocking part that we have to absorb. Human trafficking in the United States of America, you bet. Your identity is stolen. They can traffic you for governmental benefits that you may need. You're wondering why sometimes you can't get 
the food, the cost of it, and they reduce us to no work. We're entitled to a lot of government benefits. And you're wondering what's all the red tape. The red tape is your identity as well as your government package has already been sold. We've already are on some kind of list that we, we try to get future employment. Although I do not uh, believe in deterring anyone. If you are capable and you desire to work, I feel go for it in spite of it all. When I say make lemonade, even though they're trying to give us, dole out to us lemon rinds, you make your life um, as livable under these conditions as possible. And uh, with that, uh, again, does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns at this time? Uh, I will do my best um, to try to um, have a call Sunday or Monday. I won't have one tomorrow, today. But definitely, we're going to always keep 8 p.m. Uh, solid and confirmed. And... Uh, I really want to thank all of you for dropping by the call, and I think that um, I'm not in competition with anyone. I can only be me, but I truly want to just uh, shed light and bring truth of uh, what's going on in our community, because um, if we don't start addressing this, it's not going to make it stop. You know what I mean? And hopefully by addressing this, this will grow where it is talked about throughout our community because we need to be a family and we have to care about uh, all aspects of this trafficking. And again, with that, I think it's the most traceable, quite frankly, and the weaponry used against us, which has fallen suit too. The weaponry is used to enhance, you know, um, I think you all, we almost have to be victims of it. I don't know how it's done, but for some reason it's almost like um, when we are tagged, it's like a Pandora's box is what I'm watching. It's as if all these nefarious groups and, and medical and all and governmental, they just know now you're in no man's land. We don't have to give you any rights. So it's, it's something like opening a Pandora's box. My name, our names went in and boom, you know, a grab bag of crime, and, and which we are all victimized horrible. So that's what's really going on. But in the meantime, we are going to close it. And as they would say, I'm dropping the mic. Thank you for joining me tonight and have a wonderful evening. Yeah.